Welcome to the St. Michael Fall podcast series. My name is Christian Basil, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this fall is God is doing a new thing. Following our 75th anniversary celebration, St. Michael is refreshed and renewed for a bright future. Now God is calling us to make new commitments in our faith and in our community. Give thanks to the Lord and call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. A reading from Ecclesiasticus, chapter 19, verses 4 through 17. One who trusts others too quickly has a shallow mind, and one who sins does wrong to himself. One who rejoices in wickedness will be condemned, but one who hates gossip has less evil. Never repeat a conversation, and you will lose nothing at all. With friend or foe, do not report it, and unless it would be a sin for you, do not reveal it. For someone may have heard you and watched you, and in time will hate you. Have you heard something? Let it die with you. Be brave, it will not make you burst. Having heard something, the fool suffers birth pangs, like a woman in labor with a child. Like an arrow stuck in a person's thigh, so is gossip inside a fool. Question a friend. Perhaps he did not do it, or if he did, so that he may not do it again. Question a neighbor. Perhaps he did not say it, or if he did, so that he may not repeat it. Question a friend. For often it is slander. So do not believe everything you hear. A person may make a slip without intending it. Who has not sinned with his tongue? Question your neighbor before you threaten him, and let the law of the Most High take its course. Here ends the reading. Maybe you've heard and were taught the adage, if you don't have anything nice to say, then don't say anything at all. Or maybe you instead remember the scene from Steel Magnolias, where Clary says, If you can't say anything nice about anybody, come sit by me. It seems like gossip is a character flaw that we've been struggling with and trying to get rid of since the very beginning. But like all humans, we can't just seem to break the habit, and we thrive on doing it. We love gossip. We always want to know what others have said about someone else, what's happening in their lives, what we missed. All tabloids are gossip. In the U.S., we're obsessed with the cult of celebrity, and it's all gossip. It's all conversations and events that we're not part of. And it's a time-honored tradition in every church, workplace, and school, every book club, prayer group, and certainly every HOA meeting. Gossip drives the drama in our lives. And it's too bad that this passage doesn't find its way into the Sunday lectionary. From Ecclesiasticus, or Syrac, as it's also known, it is part of the wisdom literature in the Apocrypha. At the center of this passage is a lack of communication. Communication is supposed to bring things together. Its root is ultimately the same as that for communion, communis, to share, general, or public. So gossip is the opposite of that. It divides. It's based in something a little more sinister, self-serving, 
talking at the expense of others. It's my own theory that we're indoctrinated into not communicating well with others. Watch any TV show, and all the drama that happens is all because one person won't say anything to someone else, or they lie, or they hear something and don't confirm it. It's like we're conditioned to live in a state of anticipatory anxiety, because instead of just asking someone what they said or think, we assume, we gossip about it, and it all goes downhill from there. But maybe that's just a reflection of how we really are. Communication is always the key. It's always the thing that we could use more of. And it's something that God always invites us into. In the second half of this reading, we're reminded to question a friend, a neighbor, because what we hear is often not true. It's slander or a mistake. And when have we not made mistakes? It reminds us to communicate with others, to go directly to them, because truth does not come out of gossip. We can only know it when we're loving enough to ask. Part of this communication is clarity and forgiveness. Notice the verse that says, a person may make a slip without intending it. Who has not sinned with his tongue? God's communication with us intends to bring us closer together. Whether that is through scripture or liturgy, music, experiencing the beauty of creation, or any other way, God's communication with us opens us up to God's love and care. If we only stopped to do something different and tried to communicate that instead of gossip, what a different world we would have. It reminds me of the poem, If, by Rudyard Kipling, where he talks about all the qualities and characteristics that, if you could do them, the kind of person that you would be. The opening stanzas, I think, perfectly relate to Ecclesiasticus, and they read like this. If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you, if you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting, too. If you can wait and not be tired by waiting, or being lied about, don't deal in lies, or being hated, don't give way to hating, and yet don't look too good, nor talk too wise. God may be leading you into a new way of communicating with others in this season, a new way of approaching what someone says about a friend, a new way of communicating with family, or a change in how you handle conflict with one another. A way of honestly encountering others out of love, even if you're the only one in whatever situation you're in to do it. Where do you see the need for greater communication in your life today? There's always room to communicate God's grace and love to others. And instead of driving a wedge between people, it has a way of creating a new sense of togetherness, communication, a sharing of something good. Maybe there's a part of this text that speaks to you individually, one that can help guide your thoughts and actions towards others. Personally, I love the verse in this passage that says, Have you heard something? 
Let it die with you. Be brave. It will not make you burst. It's not going to hurt us to not spread falsehood. It's not going to hurt us if we don't encourage talking about others at their expense. If only we could follow that advice all the time. Let go of what others say. Don't spread information that you don't even know it's true. It's probably not a big deal anyways. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O God, the King Eternal, whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into the morning, drive far from us all wrong desires, incline our hearts to keep your law, and guide our feet into the way of peace, that, having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may, when night comes, rejoice to give you thanks. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Mm-hmm.